welcome to our podcast, which focuses on the intricacies of tech or digital M&A that we've included within our Accelerate Digital Roadmap. My name is Jason Daniel. I'm a partner at Simmons & Simmons specializing in digital or tech transactions. And I'm joined by Satyan Dana from our competition and trade team. And in this episode of our podcast series, we'll be focusing on policy concerns that affect digital or tech M&A. So let me begin, Satyan, by asking you to speak a little bit about some of the key policy concerns that are relevant here. Thank you, Jason. Um, there are two main uh, policy concerns that we're seeing regulators across Europe focus on in tech and digital M&A. One is uh, the in the context of the foreign direct investment regimes, where important parts of a national uh, member state's inf uh, technology infrastructure um, may come under uh, foreign ownership. And that not only uh, poses problems for the, re the ownership of the infrastructure, but also potentially security concerns. The other issue that we're seeing developing is actually in the context of merger control and um, the the policy of ensuring that there is sufficient competition in tech and fintech and digital markets and this goes beyond the the gaffers but going into uh, quite narrow technology markets to ensure that competition and innovation um, is not taken out by acquisition so if we take those in turn, for decades, developed economies have been strong advocates for globalization and for the removal of investment restraints. To what extent should, in fact, nationally important assets be defended from foreign investment in the way that you're describing? It's a really interesting question and, and one that I think politicians are grappling with. And we as lawyers discuss that with our clients, the continual balance between ensuring investment in key infrastructure, key digital infrastructure. And let's not forget that things like fiber rollouts, as well as development of data centers and, uh, and, and platforms is not a, a small undertaking. And that needs to be coupled with investment as opposed to who owns the, the infrastructure. Um, I don't necessarily have the, the answer, but at the moment, the, the policy makers are battling between owners of assets that could comprise a security concern with investment. So we are seeing a lot of focus around investors that have links to other national governments that are coming under more scrutiny than uh, potential investors in this space that are that just happen not to be, say, UK or European based, but actually are, say, a private equity fund. And turning to the second uh, aspect that you picked up, historically, merger control has tried to prevent organizations becoming too dominant and have tended to look at revenue as the basis for their decisions. That system has perhaps been not so appropriate in recent years. 
Absolutely. And I think the issue that you've got is that a number of regulators have seen a trend in which larger companies are acquiring young companies or companies in uh, the a nascent part of their development being, you know, quote, taken out of the market by, by acquisition. And as a result, uh, a number of the sort of turnover-based tests have now been tweaked to to shift to a more value-based assessment, a little bit like the US and the Canadian regimes where the size of the transaction actually matters. And we've seen um, jurisdictions such as Germany and Austria pivot towards those type of regimes precisely to take account or take jurisdiction over transactions that may uh, uh, be over assets that generate not very much revenue or no revenue, but actually there's a huge value attributed to, to the business. Um, and this is sort of the regulation or starting to regulate um, the, the sort of, quote, killer acquisitions that, are, that, that could take place. Now, just to add to that, um, it's very interesting because the regulators are grappling with um, whether that's the appropriate thing to do. Inherently, the regulators are thinking, well, more competition is better. But that's not to say that the larger, uh, more acquisitive company could not actually take the smaller company under its uh, wing and and actually drive through the investments and innovation and uh, and make make the, the the smaller company better quicker. So at the moment, the regulators are focused on big buying little, but actually there is a developing narrative around the fact that actually the larger players acquiring smaller smaller companies, even in nascent stage of their development, may not actually be as detrimental to competition as you may think uh, initially. Great. Thank you, Satin, for your insights today. So we continue to break down the various particular issues that are relevant to tech M&A. And next, we will be focusing on how the evolution of technology and the regulatory and societal responses to that affect M&A. Thank you very much for listening.